Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 506, Voyage of the Damned. But before we do, I just want to mention to anybody listening that's either already in the Boston area or coming to PAX East or whatever, um, we mentioned kind of in passing last time that we're going to be they're just kind of hanging out on the Friday uh, mm-hmm. of PAX East. So if you guys are going to be around, let us know. We could maybe just meet up and say hi and whatever, you know. Say hi, quick hi. And say hi, hi and disappear into the crowd forever. No, uh, you know, just uh, let us know. We can hang out. We do, you know, we like game stuff and as well as Frasier. And so we're going to be there. Let us know. You can contact us through, you know, Twitter at Frasier Podcast or on Gmail at FrasierPod at gmail.com. Facebook at uh, Frasier Podcast on Facebook. Where else are the things? I don't think we have other things. I mean, Tumblr, you can... but that might be hard to see. Tumblr. I mean, I get the messages, so you could send it at uh, Podcast at tum- uh, FrasierPodcast.tumblr.com. Twitter is probably the best way. Yeah. I mean, also just email too yeah um but yeah there's all kinds of different ways that you can find us and uh message us so if you want to hang out just let us know all right so with that let's uh i guess we can just jump into the episode which starts in the studio excuse whoa hold whoa. up oh sorry I we forgot have say. what we have dave, a whole thing i forgot dave, the whole thing dave forgot because we were sick and we then sick. forgot how to actually do an episode we i don't did. think we talked about the writer last time we did we? we did we did okay. they were the executive producers okay. so rain cloud there's rain cloud mm-hmm you know, yep. which is a good one. It's pretty good. For this. It's pretty good. This definitely know. has some rain cloud feelings on it. Well, I meant mostly because they're in the water. <laughs> also that. Also uh, that. Also people getting wet, rained on by drinks. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, 22 minutes and 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. And the writer is... Jeffrey Richmond, who he hasn't, you know, he hadn't written a lot of episodes before this, but uh, he did write To Kill a Talking Bird. And the kid, remember we were saying that the, even though the kid was two parts, it was like a to be, the second half of a to be continued. uh And the, but the tone seemed to change. Yeah. He was the second writer. He was, because we were saying like there were two writers on the Mm -hmm. kid and only one, he was the second writer on that one. That's like, those are the only two he's written before this. I also think I'm based, I'm basing this solely on just watching Love, the show Love on Netflix, Mm -hmm. that... It seems like a lot of people can write a thing without even, like, being together and writing it. Yeah. And then they just sort of, like, weave it in together and make it yeah. work. So it's it's possible, like, oh, you had this good idea and you had this good idea. Right, and let's right. just smash it together. Right. But going by that, I think it's a difference between, like, story by versus written by. Like, I think he must have been the one that actually, like, wrote the, the majority of the actual script on this. Um, whereas, like... Somebody else might have come up with the actual story for it or whatever, but this right. is his, like he put. It's a complicated twenty-two that pages. I don't know of, anything yeah. about. It's, it seems from that anyway that like it's basically he's the one that put twenty-two pages worth of or text on the kid of you text mean? on the screen. No, no, no I or mean this... on this episode. Okay, well, I'm not talking about this <laughs> okay. episode. Well, gosh, gosh. Okay. Well, they probably were more... there two writers on this episode. No, then no. I'm not talking about this one. Gosh, gosh, gosh. I will gosh you. Out of the podcast. Okay, I misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah, I don't know how it works when there's two writers. I don't right. know how it works then. Get out of here. Yeah, I don't know how it works when there's two people doing the podcast and one just a real goof troop over there. Uh-huh. I'm the you're goof just, troop. I'm you're goof just troop. an entire goof troop. Uh, All right, here we are in the studio now. 
no more from you. Here we are in the studio. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no one has fallen for your fake walking noises. Everybody thinks you're, I'm actually walking. You're not away. a falling artist. You'll never be as good as you know. Oh my gosh, his name. I'm drawing a blank. Okay, this is why I need you. Uh, you know, like in the murder episode, the you oh know. Neil, yeah, I no, thought, no, I don't know. I, I thought Neil. it was Neil no. too, yeah, and then no. I was like, it's not Neil, and no. then you said Neil, and then I said, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. no, no, <gasps> the mole, of course, yeah, yeah, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very good. He's it's very weird good. that we both thought it was Neil. It is weird. It is and weird. then I, oh, it is weird. We should just start over. <laughs> Nope. Our nope. entire lives, I mean, like, <laughs> apart. Oh, But then wow. there wouldn't be any podcast, so here we are. There here we are in the studio. Okay, yes. And what, there's... I don't understand my notes. Uh, Did okay. they have a call from, like, someone named Carl? He's answering someone named Carl. We never hear Carl. Oh. Oh, yeah. Carl has a tattoo of Fred Wiener. Yeah, his soulmate, Fred Wiener. Um, but they are no longer together. So I guess he has to find another soulmate. <laughs> yeah, he either has to get it removed or find another soulmate named Fred Wiener. Uh, or just easy. Fred. I, I mean. Or DW. <laughs> well, yeah, but you still have to get part you of it removed. You get a black sleeve. You get it blacked out like <laughs> you a could circle. Do that too. Yeah. Do you? Okay, that's a big thing where don't get someone's name tattooed onto mm-hmm. you. And I I never really bought into that because I feel like as long as you're making a conscious... You're not like, oh, I'm drunk, and you go get a tattoo, which right, you can't right. really do because you have to like put a thing down. I mean, I'm guessing you can do that. I'm sure plenty of people have gotten put, drunk tattoos. So. If you put thought into getting the name and then you, you realize that maybe you could break up because that could happen with anyone. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's... I think it's one of those things that, like... I think in our society, we... Too many people break up and then hate each other. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what it seems like. Uh-huh. And I think maybe we just had breakups that didn't end in such, like, misery. It <laughs> right. wouldn't be a big deal. You're just like, well, yeah, that's part of my... Friend Wiener's part of my history. <laughs> right. I think a lot of it is just that a lot of times you hear it's a relationship that it would have ended without the tattoo, but because they put the ta- got the tattoo, people now think that that's like the jinx. Ah, you jinxed it. You did a thing that's permanent and forever, and 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 that's how it ended. And it's like no, that probably would have gone the same way without the tattoo. Like it didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. But also that's the story everybody remembers. Nobody remembers the story where somebody got a tattoo of somebody's name and they were just together forever. I like, think if you I'm sure there are people are that are out there that get tattoos. Right. Like a lot of people get tattoos that maybe aren't names, but they get like tattoos that are symbolic of some a partner they're with. Yeah. And I think it's just you have to under I think people that are really into getting tattoos that see it as art and like see it as as this thing, they might know that that person might drift away. You don't yeah. you can't control that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I remember seeing though you got to be careful with that kind of thing though because I remember seeing that one tattoo like the, a pair of tattoos careful that people with get, what thing? The kind of tattoo you're choosing and things uh, because I remember seeing this picture of these two people that got matching like puzzle piece tattoos mm-hmm. because of the way they like fit together was the mm-hmm. thing behind it except they both got puzzle pieces that only had like the out bits so there's no for any there's no way for the puzzles that they got tattooed on them to actually fit together Oh, well, that's just a bad <laughs> right, choice right. on their yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. It was I don't know. Choice. A lot of people get just 
dumb tattoos. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of actually says something about the tattoo artists themselves. Also that, yeah. Because a tattoo artist that's like, oh, you guys are getting, like, puzzle piece tattoos. Obviously, I want to make sure that there's an in and an out. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, the puzzle pieces piece together. Right. That just seems like a bad tattoo. Yeah, because I've definitely, like... Because I have a tattoo, and the one the when I was getting it, I definitely spent some time talking to the person, and like it's a fairly basic thing, but he was like making sure this is really what I want. Like I'm gonna be happy with this, mm-hmm. you know. I'm definitely like, you're sure you want this thing? It's a permanent thing, and and like you know, talking about the motivation behind it and all these things, and like, yeah, I think that's important. Like a good I tattoo think- artist would have realized like. Oh, yeah, so you want two ta- two pieces that actually fit together then, because right. that's the point. So right. why don't we make that work, as opposed yeah. to just, like, they were basically, like, mirror-imaged pieces that can't possibly fit into each other. Oh, that's, that's just sad. Yeah. Well, not yeah. as bad. Maybe not as bad as having Fredwina. Right. Not a common name. It's not. I, I, I've never met a Fredwina. <laughs> I have not either. Because, yeah. The, isn't, that, isn't that the name Fred and Angel, though? Is she Fredwina? I don't know. Her name is Fred. It is Fred. I don't know what her, like, what that's short that, for. I thought that's what it was short for. I don't know. I could be wrong. Okay, so this whole first scene is just, like, a setup yeah. of Roz basically saying, hey, we got invited to be on this cruise line, and uh-huh. look at all these cool celebrities that were also on the cruise uh-huh. line, so it's totally legitimate and awesome. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and basically saying he's, like, somewhere up there with them. Like, this is cool yeah. because they would do it, so obviously you should too, right? Just He, he just has to give a brief lecture. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the celebrities? There was Zorba Mehta, who I did not know who that was. I had to look that up. He's, like, a famous conductor, but I had oh, no idea who that was. Mm-hmm. General Schwarzkopf, who, way more topical of a reference back in the 90s than he is now. Like, like I feel like nobody would ever reference General Schwarzkopf. I have Schwarzkopf. no idea who that even is. He led American forces in, like, Desert Storm. Oh, okay, that's so, why. I yeah. was, like, what, 11? Yeah. I wasn't, like, staying up on the Desert Storm news uh-huh. so much. So, here's the thing. Back in the 90s, I had Desert Storm trading cards... That yep. is disturbing I know. to me it's that weird. such a thing existed. I know. Looking back on it, it's just such a strange thing. I also had... I wonder if they're worth money now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't have them anymore, but oh, yeah, well, it is interesting. They're worth I... nothing now. <laughs> they are. Um, I also had, like, desert camo sweatpants. Well, of course you did. Like, specific... Because, like, they, they had just, like, come out with this new design that they used for that sort of, like, desert mm-hmm. camo back mm-hmm. in the 90s, and I remember people talked about it a lot, and I had sweatpants in that design. Yes. Yeah. My... Oh, man. Sometimes... Well, who, who else are they as sorry, celebrities on sorry. there? Dave, Dave was not one of the celebrities <laughs> with not. this desert camo. Uh-huh. Uh, Would not be invited on this classy cruise. It, uh, to be fair, I might be. I might be famous Well, maybe on cruise. the cruise that they actually uh-huh. end up on. Yes. Yeah, uh, Gore Vidal was on it, uh, which that's the thing that shocks Frasier the most because Gore Vidal hates everything, and the fact that he would agree to do this is kind of a big deal. But yeah, those are those are the ones that they named and also like it's just supposed to be very luxurious that's the other thing where Roz mm-hmm. keeps pointing out is like huge state rooms and, and like all this like beautiful it, like like I don't know the, oh yeah the it's, just, fan- it's like, just fancy yeah and okay so I hate this thing because this actually happened in the last episode it's just like Frazier can never just say what he wants without like mm-hmm. using something else as like a kind of like a catalyst to yeah. be like I just want a party because I want to feel good. It's my thousandth show. Yeah. Why 
he deserves a party, but he's trying to, like, be the bigger person by uh-huh. saying... Like, he's trying to be humble, but he's not. And there's mm-hmm. nothing... Who's to say you can't be humble by having, like, an achievement? Yeah. Like, why can't you be proud of that mm-hmm. and have the party? Mm-hmm. And I think that is... You deserve something for yeah. that. Well, you know, it's funny. I think this all goes back to... Sorry, sorry. I, and, and then... Uh, because the whole point is, like... I don't really want to go on this cruise, but really he does. And right. he, you know, we learned that Roz learned about this from her friend Vicky. Yeah. Who yeah. she barely even knows. Right. Not even a friend, really. Just somebody yeah. she met ran into And so, a like, Fraser's like, well, you got to do this. She's such a good friend. Uh-huh. Obviously, just say yes. Yeah. And it's just like, why can't he just be excited for something? Right. Like, you just don't admit need an that excuse. he wants it. And you know what it is? I think it comes down to the same thing we've talked about when we were talking about, like, him, who he dates and, like, who he claims to want to be with versus who he actually shows, like, a reaction to is just he has a persona he puts yes. forward. And it's not who he really is. Yes. And, you know yeah. what? I don't think... Okay, we get it. He was nerdy mm-hmm. in high school. He didn't get a lot of dates. Mm-hmm. Then we did end up with the piano teacher. <laughs> right, right. Which, which was a pretty steamy affair. It was, yeah. And I think, like, there's something like, oh, you want to be this cool person. Right. But he's not that cool. He's right. cool in a different way, right. right? And, like, he's prestigious in a totally different way and successful in a totally different way. But he still, like, wants to be that, like, jock uh-huh. and be seen as, like, power yeah. hot <laughs> and just uh-huh. wants people. And the thing is, like, I actually think women do think he's attractive. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, he always just talks about, like, oh, they have a good body. Right. And it's just, like... Yeah, he might enjoy that for the one night stand that it is, but right. I think ultimately he really, and I've said this before, where he does care about someone's intelligence. Yeah. Because he's a snob. <laughs> right, right. And he wants people to like the same things yeah. he does because if he didn't care, then he would have been able to be friends with Bob and love barbecue sauce just right. as much. Right. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's almost like he doesn't <laughs> care about uh, how smart somebody is that he's dating, but rather how smart they appear next to him. You know, like how like when other people see them together. Well, I think he wants the like total package, which yeah. I'm doing air quotes if you uh-huh. couldn't tell. Yeah. Because he wants somebody that is intelligent and has a good body because that's why he cares that he's dating the model right. that's also the scientist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um and and it's like those people exist. They're not like made up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also like maybe his standards are too high. No, see, that's my thing. I don't think his standards are too high for who he wants to be with or what he wants to do or anything like that. His standards are too high for... His, the standards he's placing on society, on himself from society, are too high. Oh, like how he wants other people to see him? Yeah. Or her, how he thinks other people see him? Right, right. He feels he has to keep up this thing so much that like it's become who he is like it's become this like just be yourself Razor. we love yourself just be yourself and that goes to everyone Uh like he legitimately (laughs) seems to be somebody who just like yeah i like having a good time i like being celebrated i like you know uh you know you know uh, i like he he i believe he legitimately likes good wine he likes good art and those sort of things like he's not it's not like he's good art it's fine art Please, please. See, I'm not that. I'm not that. So, like, I think that part isn't fake. Mm -hmm. But to say, like, he he tries so hard to put forward this image of a person who's just very intelligent and humble and and 
only dates people who you know are well educated in high society and all these things when really like he just wants to have a party and date the cheerleader you know and yeah when, and there's know, nothing wrong with right, that absolutely if i think just there's nothing it. wrong with that right. i i just think he has to admit that to himself exactly like um, and be willing to admit it to the world well i like, think this this is a really interesting thing as people that like, I'm talking about Dave and I, that, you know, we do these live streams on Twitch.tv, and people go in there and definitely have some assumptions uh-huh. of Dave and I. They sure do. And yeah. for better or worse. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm just like, we are just two goofy people that like eating snacks. <laughs> right. We're terrible at video games. We do not pretend to be anything but like silly and goofy and we Mm -hmm. make dad jokes and this is who we are yeah and it's just like wow sometimes it's like hard like i have to feel i feel like i'm constantly trying to like break these like things that are going on in the chat i'm just like no will you stop this is not who we like stop it yeah like those people's personal values of what they think marriage is or what they think like streaming's about and it's just like why aren't you guys those things or like you know and it's so weird and just like whatever somebody just gotta shrug your shoulders and be like just laugh at what's happening yep and i promise we're gonna talk about fraser we we have been talking we 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 have been we've been talking about fraser as a person you know and triggered by this and 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 so here we are fraser's place he's mm -hmm. playing the piano Mm -hmm. daphne walks out she's in her bathrobe uh this is like fraser is just like (laughs) <laughs> like she Daphne's whole thing is just like ah it's so great to not have anything to do uh-huh, uh-huh. and just enjoy this uh-huh. and, but she it's keeps raining thinking. out it's pouring rain out yes. like and she's just loving this she's loving this like nice relaxed rainy day in you know uh which well she tells nice. a story well so her whole point is like she keeps thinking like she has something to do yeah um, but she can't remember what it is. Yeah. And then she tells the story about how she hated the rain when she was little. Yeah. And her mom was saying, like, well, you should enjoy it because uh, there's no water in hell. <laughs> uh-huh. And she has quite a few stories. Yep. It's funny because we meet Daphne's mom later and I was like, I don't remember Daphne's mom being this strict. Mm. You mean in a later episode that hasn't happened yet? Yes. Okay. Not later in this episode, just... I know. <laughs> I know. I, she's I, not on the cruise, I, I as am far aware. as I know. I am aware. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what she's like in that, so... There's it's... a lot of the mom. Yeah. Oh, later yeah, yeah, yeah. On. yeah. Yeah, I do remember now. So, okay. this whole, like, there's no water in hell, there's no dessert in hell, or whatever <laughs> yeah, happens, yeah. whatever. Yeah, there's no, no Brussels sprouts in hell, which I feel like, if you hate Brussels sprouts, then, like... I feel like hell is just, like everything that you hate like if you hate or it's everything you love to some extreme like the simpsons where he's like getting fed the like donuts on a conveyor belt but like it's homer so he doesn't care (laughs) right 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 it's just like this personification of either something you hate or something you love to some extreme where you no longer like it's like when you like a song Mm -hmm. and you're like oh man i love that song then you just play it nonstop on the radio all freaking summer and Uh you're just like if i hear that song again (laughs) Uh i'm gonna like you know, eat a bag of potato chips or something. Wow. Wow. An entire bag. Wow. Just an anger. You that you need to calm down. You need to chill. I'm that gonna, is, I'm, that I'm, I'm gonna go to calm a store down. I and cannot inflate all the inner tubes. I cannot handle this <laughs> level of anger right now. You need to calm down. This is unacceptable. 
eating an entire bag of potato chips and then filling up inner tubes yeah. with your salty potato breath yes. is comp- completely and unacceptable behavior. And then squeezing behavior. out the air of people. That is unacceptable behavior in this society. And you well, need to chill. Well, you know, they anyway. shouldn't play that song so much. They shouldn't overplay those songs. Wow. My favorite songs. Wow. All right. Wow. So, you are a menace. <laughs> I. That's what people you, have said to me. That's, you are a menace. That's how people see me. <laughs> It's really hard to keep up that persona of being the menace. Uh, you know, so, Dennis the Menace was actually based off my life. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though that existed way before I was uh-huh. born. And was based on somebody who was alive before you were born. But <laughs> Well, um, that's all a lie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Of course, of course. It's all a lie. Yeah. So, so Martin, so this is when Martin walks in. He's, like, soaking wet. Uh-huh. Eddie's soaking wet. Yeah. Daphne was so Daphne was supposed to pick him up yeah. and forgot. I guess so that's my one I thing. I was pausing oh, to sorry. say the next part and uh-huh. then you just snuck in right in there and just said it. No, okay, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say that Mar- that Daphne was supposed to pick up Martin. Oh. So yeah. it's fine. So okay, but I had something to say about that, which is why I did uh-huh. that. So, mm-hmm. so like the thing is because Daphne is this is like Martin's caregiver, mm-hmm. like I feel like if she wakes up feeling like I'm not like, is there something I'm supposed to be doing? I feel like I don't have anything, but maybe I am forgetting something. That should probably be the first place that she goes. It's just like, was there a thing with Martin? Because like, that's the whole reason I you live here. You couldn't forget this thing this... now. You know why? Because you would have like thirty reminders on your iPhone like uh-huh. going off, uh-huh. and you would have like. You know, you got it in your bullet journal and uh-huh. all these things. Like, I feel like it's a lot harder to forget things. Yeah. Well, plus, Martin says he couldn't leave the spot where she was supposed to pick him up because she had, he had, like, to go call her because he, he might miss her. But now he could just take out his cell phone and call her. It wouldn't work because it got rain damage. Ah, you get those. No one has cell phones get... in Washington State. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Of because course. of that issue. Yeah. Or you just get a waterproof one like mine. And then it's not you know an issue. What? <laughs> Screw you, man. Potato breath. <laughs> oh, Just wow. The power wow. of potato breath. Wow. Right at you. Wow. All right. So, <laughs> I, mean, I like this thing where, like, Fraser's over there and he's, like, m- trying to get Martin to stand on the, like, paper yeah like he? a newspaper yeah because yeah. he just got the floors waxed and, then, and... and like eddie comes in and like shakes off uh-huh. i gotta say like a dog like shaking off i i simultaneously love that because uh-huh. i think it's so cute with the little dog tag noise uh-huh. that happens but it's also like yep yeah, everything is ruined. <laughs> yeah, everything is ruined and like has that wet dog smell. Uh-huh. That's but the I kind of like. I find oh. that like comforting. I I so I never did. I I've always disliked wet like, dog smell. Like pets have weird smells. They do. They and really I, do. I don't think it's that bad. Uh, that's just what you you deal with the pet's companionship mm-hmm. and and in replacement you clean up after them and take care of them constantly and all that stuff. And you deal with that smell. That yeah, and it's fine. But I like that uh, Daphne makes that reference about you know her her mom saying you know there's no dogs in hell uh-huh. yeah it's because they're all in heaven that's true all dogs go to heaven um so niles is there niles niles is there to return a cook okay like he went all the way there just to return a cookbook because they were gonna have like this anniversary dinner because mm-hmm. Mar- it's maris and right. niles okay they're having the most confusing separation yeah. of all time to me. It is kind of confusing, but at this point, I feel like it has been established at this point that they are definitely trying to get back together. It seems every, up until now, 
like they were distinctly like they are t- spending time together ever since the that episode the question was like Frasier mm-hmm. obsessing over things where it ends with them together like it seems more distinctly they are actively trying to fix things and it's improving mm-hmm. and they're spending time together mm-hmm. except for you know the party you know like she didn't show up at the party and he was really upset but like he it's still like generally they are trying to make it work I think. Yeah, they're trying to make her work, but every time they're, like, close to, like, advancing the relationship, Maris runs away. Yeah. It's because she's going uh, off to the Alps, right? Yep. To get an experimental rejuvenation treatment before Uh, the one person who does it gets extradited. (laughs) Um, uh, Which makes me wonder, like, is he getting extradited for the procedure that he's performing or some other side thing. I don't know. I always think that's really fascinating when you hear those like medical like procedures people will do like in different countries Uh that you can't do in America. Yeah. Right? And it's like sometimes it's just like some of them are good and some of them are just like yeah maybe you don't you probably don't want that like you Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Like (laughs) that's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Like yikes. (laughs) Okay. That Frazier's trying to also push the the newspaper yep. over to Niles, yep. and he's talking about the selfish upset obsession over emotional needs. Right, right. Like basically, like oh yes, you know, I hate when people aren't even listening to you. Right, like right. that's the worst. Except that he's not even listening. He's he just doing the same cares thing. more about his floors. Yep. Yep. Which I love this because this happens all the time in the show. Yeah. Which is not something I ever realized until you started doing the podcast. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I love it. So Martin is like, hey, you know, Niall, stay for dinner. I'm going to make some hot toddies. Mm-hmm. And of course, Frazier obviously wants to meddle in this situation. Yeah. Because they're having that conversation. Frazier and Martin are having the conversation in the kitchen at this point. Yeah. Where yeah. somehow Niles can't hear it. Right. Well, yeah, because nobody can hear. Well, like, he's also another... on the phone at one point. When he is, he yeah. comes back out, he's on the phone. So maybe he's too busy absorbed in yeah. his worries. Right. It's uh, funny. When you said Frazier wanted to meddle, I thought you meant in the making of the hot toddies. No. Because he meddles in that too. But Oh, yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. So I, like Martin says that thing about Dr. Jim Beam, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's how. Have you that... ever had Jim Beam? I haven't. Let's get <sighs> I... some. <laughs> I've never I had haven't. It. Well, you know, it's funny. We were talking about recently making highballs because they drink them all the time in a different show we watched, Habana Spark. And I was like, I want to try a highball. And they drink, they use Jim Beam to make it. So I was just oh, like, oh, we should do it. We, we should, should totally get some. get some. All right, cool. Uh, drink responsibly, kids. Um, <laughs> no, no, seriously, really do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, not kids. Kids don't drink. Yeah, don't. Adults drink responsibly. So one thing that uh, was kind of funny here is like, you know, because, uh, you know, Martin and Fraser are kind of going back and forth about the fact that they both know what the other one's already thinking. Yeah, yeah, because I, I love at this point, because we're in season five, of course Fraser wants to go talk to Maris and try to, you know, get her not to go on right. this trip. Like, right. what are you doing? Don't go on this trip. Right. And Martin, you know, like, what's that insult? Like... Frazier says an insult or whatever. Yeah, well, he's... So, so Martin's like, I know what you're going to say. You want to go and talk to Maris. And Frazier's like, yeah, and I know what you're going to say. I should keep my big bazoo shut. And Martin's like, I was going to say fat yap. Which... (laughs) um, Which I... The funny thing... The thing I find really funny about that is it's like seven episodes or so ago where they introduced Martin saying bazoo. Saying yeah. the phrase "big bazoo" and Fraser saying like, 
That's a word we need to strike from your vocabulary. And they use Big Bazoo multiple times in this episode. So I like that they went back to it. They were like, yeah, no, he's going to keep saying Bazoo. That's a new thing in his lexicon now. So I love my notes for this because, Mm -hmm. like, Fraser goes back out to the to the uh, living room mm-hmm. and then i just put niles on huge phone <laughs> with maris it is a big phone it's a big phone my dad totally had like one of these like fold oh. out oh phone. yeah oh this isn't even a fold out phone this no. is just like a huge it's, it's a big it's like yeah it's not quite zach morris big but it's definitely big like, it's yeah it, it's just really funny to see like how cell phones have changed and now they're just like mini computers uh, uh-huh. like basically we're going to have just like ipads that we use as phones now <laughs> Uh-huh. Which would be ridiculous. No one... I feel like more like more and more people don't use phones for conversation now. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not true. I just called a friend the other week. Right. I like hearing people's voices, but uh-huh. so many people just prefer, like, text. So you're either, like, sending an email or you're messaging on Facebook mm-hmm. or you're texting mm-hmm. or you're using some other method of right. IMing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You said, like, we're going to start just talking on uh, iPads. Basically, I think they've already found where that perfect middle ground is with, yeah. with, with the phablets, which I hate that word. What? I hate the word phablets. It's a phone tablet. So it's halfway between no. the size of a phone, a big phone and a, and a tablet. It's called a phablet. Oh, my gosh. You know, three years I'll be using that word, like, normal. Like, I remember uh-huh. when, like, blog became really popular. I was like, I hate the word blog. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, like, selfie. Yeah. And I was like, I really yeah. hate the word selfie. And now I just say it because... Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? It's hard for me not to pick up on stuff like that when, like, my job is in, like, mobile banking. It's hard for me to not pick up terms like phablet. You know? Yeah. Like, it's it's what I'm exposed to, to me, all I the time. To me, I just think of it as F-A-B. Like, it's fab. Oh, yeah. No, it's P-H-A-B. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. Because it's phone. Right. But it sounds like you yeah. can't tell from the, like, con- I mean, I guess you can tell from, like, the context of what it actually is. Yeah. But it just seems like that's an easy marketing thing because you can say it's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. be like, it, oh, sure it's a fabulous. Somebody, somebody has it's definitely fabulous, done that. And it's bedazzled. <laughs> Why do people think, like, that it's makes bedabulous. a thing? <laughs> I'm leaving now. All right. Um, so... This is when Fraser invites Niles on the cruise, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna end up on the cruise. Yeah, well, yeah, because Niles is very upset. Like he, he's sad. He doesn't want to be alone on his anniversary, yeah, he, and he's he, upset at Maris. Right. He in fact tell he lies to Maris and says he has plans like for their Don't anniversary. Don't do this. Yeah. Just how can you have like fix your relationship that was basically built on like mis like mistrust, 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 Dis- distrust, mistrust. Uh, and then basically lie. That doesn't yeah, help. It really doesn't. Yeah. I, uh, that really bothers me when people do that kind of stuff on shows because yeah. I find it to be unrealistic. There's some points where like lying, like you're throwing a big surprise party for somebody and you're right. like, oh yeah, I'm going to the like butcher or something. Right. I don't know why you go to butcher, yeah. but like, you know, you say you're going to the grocery store, but you're going to the like party city or something. Right. And but here, it's just like, this is really important that he actually says his feelings yes. to Maris and say, like, you know, I understand, like, why you're going to do this mm-hmm. for weird reasons. Yeah. You know, but I'm upset that you would leave. And yeah. this is what... He should know this from therapy, his, like, couples therapy. Yeah. I mean, I get... he's. I feel like what he's trying to do here is, like, not feel like he's manipulating her or forcing her into That's something. That's not manipulation. Telling somebody... 
So giving somebody an ultimatum and saying, like, well, this is over unless you stay. But the thing is, like, this is really pivotal moment for them. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think, like, we've already had this before where, like, he had the the Halloween... Yeah, like, the Halloween party. Yeah, just, yeah. And he was saying, like, you know, Maris, I need you to be here for me, to support me. Right. If you care about me at all, do this. Which I guess is, like, manipulative. But I think, yeah. like, in the situation... There are certain times where it's just, like, you need to understand, like, this is important. It's, like, right. you know, when you're, like, a child and you really want your parent to, like, go to your play, mm-hmm. but they have some important work thing. Right. And it may, it, it when, even if they're late, it, it means so much to you. Mm-hmm. You don't want to end up, okay, because you're going to end up. We all know where this is going. It's going to be like Hook. It's going to be like Hook. I was waiting for And the then hook, you're going to but... be... You know, a pirate. Uh-huh. You're going to just, like, become, you know, Captain James Hook's son. <laughs> and that whole weird thing that's going on in that movie. By the way, related to that, nothing to do with Frasier, but people listening are going to care. They're going to have to care. Like, uh, which is the guy, I've forgotten his name, but the actor that played Rufio in mm-hmm. Hook is kickstarting a prequel to Hook about Rufio. That is happening right now. Please, everyone, <laughs> let's go find this Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing that's happening right now. It's one of the rewards to, like, meet him. Because <laughs> I would, I don't care, five million dollars for finding it. I'm robbing uh-huh. a bank to kickstart this thing. Uh, so if you're listening and want to help us meet, meet him, uh, we've, we've got a Patreon. <laughs> So you can kickstart. Uh, so no, you can, no, no, you no. Can, hold, you can crowdfund our Kickstarter. Okay, I haven't looked at the Kickstarter one. That's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying. I am very interested in this idea. Uh-huh. I of am, people kick, uh, crowdfunding our crowdfunding of Hook. Well, yeah, that is Hook an prequel. interesting idea. Yeah. Also, um, but I'm mostly just interested in the Rufio movie. Uh-huh. No, absolutely. I I'm sure it's that. already. I mean, obviously he wouldn't play Rufio in this. No, because he's like. 50 years old at this he's point. He's not 50, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely... He was definitely like, when Hook came out, he must have been older than us, but I think he's probably only a couple years older than us. Yeah, I think he was a teenager at the time, so... So, yeah. That would, you know, he's like 30. Yeah, so obviously he's... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because he's a couple years older than us, so right. he's about 30. Right, right exactly. Right, totally. Exactly what's totally. the truth and is happening. So, um... <laughs> That's solid math. Can we just get on we a are. freaking cruise ship? We are on a cruise I ship. I want to go on a cruise so bad. We are on a cruise ship. Okay. The cruise picks up right outside Fraser's apartment, probably. Because we always hear the ships going by. Oh, that's right true. Right outside his apartment. <laughs> that's true. In the middle of Seattle. Okay. Uh, ship of Fools, which is a really good title. It is a good title. Um, yeah, so Martin, Martin is imitating, like, the... That is not what... What my notes say aren't uh, actually what he's doing. <laughs> uh, what What do your notes say? Well, don't look. What What do they say? No, they say the wrong thing. But he's imitating the like cruise horn. Mm-hmm. I definitely wrote fog horn. Is it not a fog horn? I don't know what that is. I thought no, that was a fog horn because that's like when you get that like spam call and it's like it's yeah. your captain speaking. No, I know what you mean, but I'm saying it on does the cruise sound... ship, I thought it was. I thought I don't know. It's just a horn, basically. I yeah, it does I don't know sound like point... a fog. It does sound like whatever he's doing does sound like a fog horn, yeah. and I think that's why I wrote that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think oh, it's, it's a cruise ship horn though. <laughs> 
some yeah. kind of cruise horn. Yeah, I guess a foghorn is what you what's played from like a lighthouse when it when it's like yeah, too foggy, which you, so. it's pretty common to hear in Seattle where it gets really foggy. Uh huh. It sure it sure um, does. So no, because yeah. I've heard one when I was in Seattle. Yeah, I mean that I've heard them before. Like yeah, plenty when of you weren't in Seattle, I was not in Seattle. Well, were no. you? No, I've never been to Seattle. Oh, right. I've it's never a, been no, farther I for, west I than Texas. I for real have been in Seattle and have heard the foghorns because yeah. we stayed in this little cottage. Don't say yeah like you. I'm, I'm saying yeah, I no. get it. That makes sense. <laughs> I, this is for the audience. This is not for you. I'm not talking to you. Uh-huh. I'm talking to everyone else. You right. just butt out. Okay. Butt out of this conversation. Okay. Oh No, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> About it. I don't know what, what who's stopping you. Uh, anyway, they go. Frazier, Niles, Niles, and Martin go into their rooms, and then Fraser and Ross come out, and Fraser's room is terrible. Fraser's room is terrible. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he has like <laughs> it sounds like he has no shower. Yeah, but he, he it's just like a spout like coming out of the wall. Yeah, and a drain in the floor. But then I love that Martin later is just like, do you have that whole room that turns into a shower? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's really funny. Yep. Yeah, because like he's shocked when he finds out Roz has a shower and like, and, like Roz a porthole. She like closes the door really fast so we yeah. can't see yeah. it. It sounds yeah. like she got the better room. Uh huh. Sounds like everybody got the better room, even though he's the like celebrity and he's supposed yeah. to have the really nice room. Yeah, like he doesn't have a porthole. He can't see out of the room. He doesn't have a shower. He basic. It sounds like he basically is in a broom closet that they stuck some lights on. Oh, I love this next scene mm-hmm. or like this kind of where they're like by the bar yeah. like lounge area mm-hmm. martin's giving advice to niles on the bu- how to eat at the buffet yeah yeah and he's like you know he's like you know don't fill up on your like carbs essentially yeah. like your bread mm-hmm. and your chips and dip and yeah, rolls. which is my favorite thing that's <laughs> uh-huh. what i would fill up on. Uh-huh. that's free yeah. give me that <laughs> give me that i know but i like he's like don't be a hero yeah <laughs> you know it's funny i, I i've read um the book, a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again, mm-hmm. and like the who is it by? It's by David Foster Wallace, and it's basically just a series of essays. And one of them, which is the one that the title comes from, is when he goes on a cruise. And it's it's funny he's talking about it, and I, I realized like I think it was in that where he was talking about how like the one thing they like they don't charge you for most things on a cruise ship except alcohol mm-hmm. and like basic, but it's crazy expensive if you're going to get any of that. So that's why, like, there's tons of buffets and things, but the assumption is you're going to be paying for drinks. And so, like, because you go to these buffets and you eat a ton of, like, kind of, like, crappy food, but then you buy drinks while you're there, and that gets billed to your room, and, like, that's how they make all their money. Mm-hmm. And, um, but how, like, but he talks about how, like, kind of crazy these constant buffets are and, like, meals and everything are, and... And, yeah, sounds like that's pretty much the whole point of a cruise. Well, not on this ship, because we also have some celebrities doing sure do. some fun celebrity things. We have Giggles O'Shea, uh-huh. Uh-huh. who is, what, like a comic. I'm assuming a stand-up comic, uh, yeah. And then we got the amazing Lance. <laughs> mm-hmm. The magician who... Martin knows this magician. He's seen him in Reno, and he makes his yeah, head Martin disappear. Does, yeah, Martin does, yeah. He can make his own head disappear, which is impressive. That is yeah, impressive. Yeah, I That's, would see that. I would, absolutely. Uh, then we have 
you know, Carlos. Uh-huh. Carlos the Barracuda Delgado. <laughs> yep. Which, this is probably the most memorable episode of Frasier. Uh-huh. I feel like everyone has seen this episode. Yeah. You yeah. don't even watch Frasier. This episode is just on, constantly on repeat uh-huh. on Lifetime right now. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the Barracuda is very memorable. Also, the name Giggles O'Shea, I feel like is such a, like, 80s stand-up comedian name like back in the 80s when like every stand-up comedian did you have to have a more of a shtick yeah it was like very much a thing where like in the 80s and early 90s you had a shtick and like you you know you had costumes and like a persona that's why like andrew dice clay like that's a persona that he basically started to like live essentially but like it became popular because apparently everybody no idea who that is Uh, but i i can think of like bobcat gold wait or yeah. whatever he definitely like he has that voice thing that he right. did but he doesn't like talk like that all the time right, right. like that i feel like that was kind of like his oh absolutely persona yeah just like a maniac with a crazy voice yeah was definitely his persona it's so and- weird because like you describe him as a maniac totally had a crush on him <laughs> like what what the heck i had a crush on weird people growing up i don't know what it was yeah um, might have been like just really weird like outcasts mm-hmm and, and the band Outcast totally had a <laughs> yeah, crush on. Yeah, had a crush on the uh, on the band Outcast when yeah. you were a kid. Yeah, are they considered a, band, a group? Yeah, a duo. I, They're two, right? They're two. Yeah, good question. I don't know if you use a band, the word band to describe them, but yeah, like Andrew Dice Clay is just this guy who was really fa- like would sell out stadiums, um, doing this routine that was basically just like intense like racism and sexism, and like he was in like this big like leather jacket with the collar pop who and was doing glass. this andrew dice clay i don't know who that is yeah and i'm he was glad that i know super famous yeah no he's terrible he's the worst but he was extremely famous in the 80s never and, yeah. i mean like that name sounds really familiar but yeah, yeah probably was shielded away from that probably, as yeah. i was a child yeah no he's terrible he's terrible um and but like that that he was sort of the extreme like version of what 80s comedy was like I, I mean, we always have extremes of what that is. Right. So, um, so I love this thing about the the Barracuda because, mm-hmm. like, he had a dance. He had this famous song. Yeah. And, do the Barracuda. Yeah, and I love that Niall says, like, it's the only dance Maris could do because, you know, and she had that fetching underbite. <laughs> and I'm just like, the more and more you... One, I can't imagine Maris would still have an underbite because she probably would have just had her jaw broken <laughs> and, like, her face yeah. redone. Yeah. But, I mean, like... The seventies, she might that might not have happened yet. You know, true, when, when the true. Barracuda was popular. I just feel like she's so like unhealthily obsessed with what she looks like. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even look like a human anymore. Right. No, I, I agree. Though it's funny. I was thinking like when he said that because the fact that she has an underbite helped with her ability to do this dance. Uh huh. One, I'm like, what is this dance? Yeah. Yeah. And totally. Two. It kind of makes sense because don't barracudas have like a protruding lower yeah, jaw? So like, yeah. I love that that's part of the dance. Well, I think what are the things in like the Little Mermaid? Are those no? Those are eels. Those right? are eels. Yeah. I was thinking there are barracudas. No, are no. barracudas in the Little Mermaid. Those are scary. There might, mm, there might be. Isn't there one that? Is it a barracuda that chases flounder around at one point? Who knows? I, I haven't remember. seen that movie in forever. Me neither. But... Me neither. I might I be imagining was... a scene that doesn't exist, honestly. Well, that's an added in bonus <laughs> yeah. scene that yeah. Dave came up with. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this character, Mimi Cosgrove. Yep. That 
she is just like drinks a lot and flirts a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so Niles knows her from the country club. Mm-hmm. Like she she knows Niles and Maris and mm-hmm. she's just hitting on Niles hardcore. She sure is. She's yeah. just like, So how's that separation going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's like, my room number. Yeah, yeah. Like, she wants to comfort him with and like giving him a kiss on the cheek and oh all Oh my gosh. Things. So and, they like go off to like a table yeah. together. Oh, this is where we hear the actual phrase, like how it's the voyage of the damned. Yeah. Because yeah. of like everything that's going on so far on the screws. Like we you know, Fraser's so upset to be with all these like B rate like who are these yeah. people? I like, don't know if it's even B rated. I like C D le- list. D-list, so like D-list yeah. celebrities. Yeah. Um, we're D-list because we're Dave and Diana. We're, yep. We, we are the D-list. Um, Thanks for our listening to our new podcast where we just D- talk about uh, stuff. Talk about, uh, it's just about our lives. Because most podcasts we do are very on topic and never ever. <laughs> no, I think the D-list would just be about like things that start with D. Like we'd have an episode about donuts uh-huh. and then an episode about dingoes. <laughs> Uh-huh. And didgeridoos. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on. Uh-huh. Okay, so, um, but here we are doing this podcast about Frasier. Right. And, uh, yeah, Mimi Cosgrove. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 This is when we, okay, before Mimi shows up, this is when the Barracuda shows up, right? Well, so. Right before that? Or Mimi does that have it simultaneously? Yeah, so, like, Mimi shows up and kind of walks Niles off to a table. Yeah. Then the Barracuda shows up. And he's, like. Ew! He's so gross. He's like he's so, so gross. like he's trying to be like sexy, yeah. like I don't know, like alluring or something. Yeah. And like he's like hitting on Roz, and uh-huh. like I just put my notes are just Barracuda, gross. <laughs> he sure is sure. gross. Yeah. And so he's just like, oh, you could be my special lady. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Every every night, every show, he hands a rose to one lady and to show that she is the especial lady. Like. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> Which is just like, no, thank yeah, you. Yeah, and it's funny how, like, how hard Roz, like, pulls her hand out and, like, backs off. And, like, he still doesn't get it. Like, he's still, like, leaning in all sexy-like, all close. I, I just and... imagine, like, he has, like, a bucket of cologne on. Like, a <laughs> oh, yeah. huge bucket. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, you can just smell him coming into the room. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, like... Like he's got a very floofy shirt on, yeah. and and I feel like it's got ruffles in in like in the floofs of his shirt is actually just like a Ziploc bag full of cologne that's like open, just so like it can be constantly oozing out of him, like it's oozing. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, the scent just oozes from the Ziploc. Do you think bag. he smells like a barracuda? Yeah, he's also. Oh my gosh, I bet he has his, his own. Like he was so popular uh-huh. that he totally had like his own like special like Carlos Barracuda cologne uh-huh. like made. Oh yeah, but oh, it yeah. like is no longer being made. Mm-hmm. But he has like boxes and boxes of it that never sold. Uh-huh. So he's just always wearing that. Yep, absolutely. That's that's definitely true. It's definitely musky. Is oh, what yeah. I'm gonna say uh-huh. definitely musky. So yeah, Mimi's hitting on Niles, mm-hmm. and this is when the best thing ever. happened happens mm-hmm. where we find out maris is actually on the cruise yeah and the waiter comes over to their table where mimi and niles are sitting mm-hmm. and says you know oh this lady brought you a drink yeah and then we realize it's maris and she's wearing a, a black dress and veil yep yep because uh, she can't be out in the sun uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then the waiter just 
I like he apologizes. Yeah. He apologizes, but tosses a drink in Niles' face. Yep, yep. And I really feel like this is a huge overreaction. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, from her perspective, what's happened here... It doesn't matter. I know, I'm just saying. It doesn't matter from the perspective. You shouldn't always... You shouldn't make an assumption that anything's happening unless you for sure know what's happening. True. But from her perspective, it's their anniversary. She's gone on this cruise just to, like, surprise him. And she finds him with, like, some, like, woman hanging off him and, like, kissing him on the cheek and doing all these things. Like, but I he, get she her knows being upset. who Mimi. She knows who Mimi is and yeah. how, like, Mimi just hits on everyone. But what she might also know from Mimi is that she actually gets the guys that she's trying to hit on. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she is. I'm saying. I don't think it's a completely an overreaction for her to be upset in this moment. I don't know. I just... Spending the amount you'd have to spend on cruise drinks to, to then yeah, pay a waiter nothing. to that's throw nothing. them. Yeah, that's nothing. She was on her, already on her way to the Alps. That's true. So I love this mural in the background of the oh, scene. Oh, I didn't even notice yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a deer. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like what? I guess it's an Alaskan cruise. It is an Alaskan cruise. So that's like very wildlife-y. Yes. But otherwise, I'm just like, why are there woods back there? It just, it's to, to me, it should be like a dolphin. It should be like a Lisa Frank mural, like with a <laughs> rainbows and just dolphins, a little uh-huh. penguin, uh-huh. and like a bear with sunglasses. It's, oh my gosh, Lisa Frank cruise. Get oh, on that. <laughs> Lisa Frank, if you're listening, please, 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 this is what we need in this world, is a 90s Lisa Frank cruise. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, everyone gets a goodie bag. Oh yes. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Ugh. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm really excited. That I'm gonna kickstart that. <laughs> I'm gonna kickstart the Lisa Frank cruise. Uh-huh. I mean, I had to make some uh, calls first. So... Anyway, we what we find out is Niles is upset. Uh, like Niles doesn't know why she's not in Switzerland, and that's when we find out that Fraser called her to convince her to come on this as a surprise because it's supposed to be their anniversary. So Niles is upset because like Fraser would do this and not tell him first. Of course, of course, Fraser would do this. Yeah, and like it's just like and of course he ruins it, but uh, like it's way worse than if she just hadn't shown up because mm-hmm. Fraser did this thing. So Niles is trying to go and like find her, mm-hmm. asks the waiter where her room if he knows where her room is and mm-hmm. his answer. Now he comes with a tray of four drinks mm-hmm. and says like, "No, but I do have a message from you." and tosses another one in his face. And it just like we don't see it, but I just have to wonder like since there're four identical drinks, is he supposed to throw all four? Like, or are the other three for somebody else? Like, we, we, well, we never know. It's an internal question. Yeah, because I'm, I kind Keeps of like... me up at night. Because I kind of like the idea that Maris paid him to throw four more drinks in his face with the assumption that Niles is just going to have to stand there and, like, take one after another I after another. I think I'd just walk away. Probably. But in my head, that's the plan. And, uh, like, even if it doesn't happen, which I just am amused by in my own personal headcanon version of this. Sounds dangerous. Sorry. I guess you're like Giggles of Shite. No, the Amazing Lance. That's how you get your head to disappear. Uh-huh. With, a, with a head cannon? Yeah. yeah. Shoot your head off. <laughs> it's like you put it, you take it off. It's like a scene from Labyrinth where you remove your head and then stick it in the cannon uh-huh. and shoot it across the stage, <laughs> but also then catch it back on your own uh-huh. shoulders. It's very impressive. Um, that I would see that. Uh, that sounds yeah, good. That is definitely some green screen magic happening there. Yes. Um. So we're in a new scene... Fraser's writing a speech 
Yes. Speech, lecture. I, I spelled cruise wrong in the section. I wrote cruise and I spelled it C-R-U-S-E. <laughs> this is what happens when you write notes quickly. Uh-huh. Cruise. Also, like, how... Would you go on a cruise to then go listen to a lecture by a radio psychiatrist? No, I think people are just already on the cruise and this is like the entertainment that yeah. is there. I guess, I, I, I guess, but if that was the case, I don't I know I think more I'd people go. would probably go on the cruise to go see the Barracuda, honestly. <laughs> probably, yeah. I feel like it's just like a bonus. It's like, you know, like they have Disney cruises and they have like all these amenities like, oh, this fun time for kids right. and this fun time for teens and this like a adult theme that sounds bad you know like a thing like party things for like you know grown-ups essentially right and and it's like you don't have to participate in any of those things but they're there for you to do no i agree i would just be kind of i I would find it kind of weird if I i showed up to a cruise and one of the four entertainers was just a psychiatrist who was going to give a lecture like it just seems strange like a, a comedian, I've, funny. a comedian I've never heard of, makes more sense to me than a radio psychiatrist who's just going to give a lecture. We don't know. I know you want to go with that rich dad, poor dad guy. No, no you never. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't totally know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, rich dad, poor dad. I, I would go if that was be a surprise for me. I'd go. I want to learn how to be a rich dad, poor dad. Well, <laughs> well you want to? you want to learn how to be both simultaneously? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, well, I know how it is. You get rich and then you just spend it all uh-huh. and then you're the poor dad. That's true. That is true. I, I mean, That's that guy's advice. I've read that book several times and that's definitely his advice. His advice. Yeah. It's not. And, and advice. And, and his vice. His yeah. vice is spending all of his money immediately after he makes it. He's, that's how he spent it all on this cruise yeah. that he's now giving the lecture on, but that's how he makes it back. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, what a great money-making scheme. <laughs> Rich dad, poor dad. Okay, so like he gets all this money from uh-huh. the cruise, spends it all, but then does the cruise again, gets the money from the cruise, and mm-hmm. just like it's this great cycle, and it's just constantly feeding it's into real, itself. It's a really good cycle. It's, it's a good plan. It's definitely a great idea. Now you don't need to idea. read the book. Now you don't need to read the book because... Oh no, we're going to get sued. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. We've... we've We've just gave you the entire synopsis of this book in our podcast, and now like, yeah, we're we're in trouble. Um, we're gonna. Need- <laughs> Why are we sorry about that? No, they've learned this valuable lesson. Now everyone's just gonna go and like get a cruise ship to give a lecture, <laughs> and then become rich that poor dad. No, so I'm sorry because the podcast is gonna end soon because we're gonna be sued for everything we have, and then. But it's fine because we're gonna start a cruise, and so it's gonna be the <laughs> Fraser cruise, and then that this will be. Yeah, we might be the only people in the world that can't afford a cruise, like to buy a cruise line, so we can do this because of the fact that we're gonna be sued by the rich dad poor dad cruise. No, he's gonna make employ us to work on his cruise oh, with him. Oh, I see. Him. I see. That makes sense. That okay, makes sense. so it's fine. It's so if fine. you want to hear us talk about Fraser. Whoa. Go to the Rich Dad Poor Dad cruise because that's where we'll be (laughs) starting soon. So I love that. uh, So they've been, um, it's 20 minutes before they're supposed to give the speech, right? And Uh Fraser's still writing it? He's still writing it, yep. Um, Getting some help from Giggles. uh, I like that Roz is just laughing and laughing and laughing. Yeah. And we know that his jokes are falling flat on like the Mm -hmm. Fraser day. Which means... Giggles is funnier than Fraser. Which I mean, not difficult. Not difficult. It is giggles. Uh, We're getting more like. But I love that he said he had a patty melt with giggles before Uh before giggles show. (laughs) Yep, I have trouble imagining Fraser eating a patty melt. Like I, I do too. Like it's it's it's. But I like the word patty melt. I do. I do too. I think it sounds like it should be someone's name, like in The Sims. Uh huh. Like Uh patty melt. So yeah, Niles is having a really depressing night. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's trying to tell Roz and Fraser about it, and Roz just keeps laughing yeah, from yeah. the jokes and yep. the, the speech. 
And then she realizes what she's doing and she, like, feels embarrassed and says sorry. Yeah. Oh, I want to bring something up that Uh happened in the last scene that I just remembered happened Uh was when Niles gets that other drink thrown in his face, I believe Roz is in the background and she's laughing. And her (laughs) laugh looks like she's really laughing. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So that's when we find out Niles was trying to find Maris. Mm hmm was inspired. He remembered how much she loved the Barracuda. Mm-hmm. Decided to go see if, like, check out his show. And she was there. And she was going to go talk to him. And was approached by a waiter. And by the time he got the champagne out of his eyes, she was gone. Which I just thought was a really good, um, you know, like, I, I really liked the way that was written. Because, like, it's like, did she pay, like, a, a retinue of waiter guards? Like, if you see this guy, if you see this man, champagne in the face. Here's your tip. Like, just be ready. Yeah, I think so. She's I like, think... There, it's like a secret service of of waiters that'll just drink to the face, and then she's so she can like slip into the the darkness, you know. Like, yeah, she's kind of like a ninja. She isn't. She's totally a ninja. Um, it helps when you're practically transparent. Yes, um, it yes. improves your ninja. She's ability. like those fish, those <laughs> right. fish that you can see the inside. Yeah, of. yeah, totally. Yeah, like clear shrimp. Yep. So I love that Fraser. You know, he's upset and he's saying this whole thing like. Mm-hmm. When will I stop, inter- you know, like, when will I learn to stop interfering in other people's affairs? Uh-huh. And he's like, I gotta talk to Maris. Yeah, yeah. And oh. it's just like, uh-huh. no. Yeah, that's just, literally, you literally you, just You're just go. saying that, and now you're gonna go do it. And, uh-huh. like, even Roz is just like, no, don't. Yeah. yeah you're gonna, you can't do you that. You just said not to do it. Also, oh, we skipped the fact that um, at the end of the show, the Barracuda didn't come out, and neither did Maris. He's yeah. convinced she's, she's... His especial lady. So this is this is funny because this is when Martin shows up. Yeah. And he had the caribou meat and it yeah. doesn't taste like chicken. It doesn't. I'm going to say it doesn't. I've had caribou before. Don't remember what it tastes like, but I know it doesn't taste like did chicken. Did you get it from caribou coffee? <laughs> I did not get it from caribou coffee. I was at a... Uh, at Bowdoin Car- College, at Caribou Convention, there was a there was a thing at Caribou because uh, Caribou, Caribou College. Yeah, there was a thing at Bowdoin College, and it was about it was it was like at a museum there, and it was about um, a like ethnographic study that was being done in Alaska, and there they had a spread of like various different like foods from Alaska, and they mm-hmm. definitely had like caribou and like arctic char and a bunch of other things like that and so i know i've had it i don't re- exactly remember what it tastes like so Did it taste is... different than deer somewhat but i feel like that's probably the most similar thing to like I guess anything it's else venison. I've had. yeah how does the name change when it becomes like on your plate it's like well it was deer but now it's something else uh, you know it's uh... like cow now it's beef <laughs> What else? Uh, well, because, you it's know, pig. a cow... It's pig, it's pork. A cow is the whole animal, whereas beef is a specific thing from it. You're not being, like, um... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What's that word? Uh, I, I don't... Never mind. The word that's, like... Oh. I want to say adventurous. Taking advantage? No. Like, you're... Not reaching out for your goals enough. Not motivated enough. Um, I thought it started with A. Whatever, just cut this out. Okay. Just cut everything out. Just fine. Um, Go for the gold. You can keep that in. <laughs> Might not make any sense. <laughs> I don't care. Just have me randomly say go for the gold. Uh-huh. I'm basically saying, what was I even talking about? What was even the point? I was just... Uh, 
Are you talking about... Oh, yeah, eating the whole cow. You just... You need to, like, take advantage of that situation. You not... You need to be... Like, eat the whole cow. Ambitious? Ambitious! Yeah. Ambitious! Yeah. You're right. Yes. Not being ambitious enough and eating the entire cow. Yeah. No, that is true. Like, you have to be pretty ambitious if you're going to eat a whole cow. Yes. Yeah. That's what um, I'm saying. Okay. Because we've all seen that I Love Lucy with the side of beef. Oh, yeah. And she gets locked in the freezer. Yeah. It's a good episode. <laughs> so we find out this is when Martin... We find out from Martin that he actually invited Maris to... He, he did, yeah. Yeah. And I like Frazier at first is just sort of like, you did? Well, don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> and Roz is like, come on. And, and then he admits it. But I like that like he for a second he wasn't going to admit it. And and he's upset too. Like he, Martin's like, I told you to keep your big bazoo shut. Uh, so they use it twice this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, Martin, you did it. You did it too. Like, don't... Yeah. Well, this conversation is pretty short because Martin's already off to dinner. Yeah, yeah. Was that a, was a long lunch. It was. It was. And it was a buffet. To... It was in between lunch and, and, and Oh, oh, okay. And so he's a... off to dinner now. Yep. And Fraser and Roz are going to go try to talk to to Maris. And yeah. Roz is like, well, I don't know what Maris even looks like. Yeah. And Fraser's just like, well, I haven't seen her new face either. <laughs> right. And, which I love that. Yeah. I, I, I really love that. And then Fraser, so they actually find the room where mm-hmm. Maris is. I don't know how. Yeah. Last because we knew, well, Niles didn't know where it was. Right. And Niles hasn't found it since. He just found her at the Barracuda's place. So, I, yeah, I, I have no idea how. The Barracuda's place? The Barracuda's show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how they found it. It's just uh, hand wavy TV magic. They, yeah. They found it. But I love that Fraser's warning Roz about. Oh, yeah, so she has this, like, weird, like, thing that looks like a Pomeranian or an something. An Abyssinian. It's oh, an right, or- orange right. Abyssinian, um, which I didn't remember what an Abyssinian even was. It's a kind of dog. It's a kind of cat. Oh, it is? Yes. I thought it was a... I thought so, too, but I, I looked it, it up. It's a, t- it's a type of cat. Well, I was imagining a dog. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, he warns her about Maris's wiglet. It's a, a wiglet. A yeah. wiglet. It's a, a good wi- word. Yeah. I like the word wiglet. It sounds like a name for, like, a baby animal. <laughs> It does. Like, oh, look at those wiglets. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, the maid's coming out. They find it, but the maid's coming out, so we know she's not in there. So Roz runs in immediately. And that, yeah, and she's just, like, exploring the room, and uh-huh. that's when they find, like, the rose. Like, don't they find the rose they do. on the... So they assume that the barracuda's gonna yep. be there. Yep. We also find out this room is big enough to have a grand piano in it. Yeah. Which Frazier is very... And they like, have, like, a balcony uh-huh. and all this stuff. When they go in the bathroom, because, like, they hear a sound, and so they go and hide in the bathroom, which, like, okay, oh, I They get it. always do this, and yeah. I love it. It's like, okay, I get that this is a, a like... A bigger room than Frasier's, but this is not going to work. Like, there is no way that hiding in this bathroom will work. Uh, Well, they hide in there for a while (laughs) until Martin walks in. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And and it's just like, gosh, anyone can get in this room. Apparently. Because the thing is, like, when they went in, at least the maid was coming out. Does this door just not lock? It should be self-locking, you would imagine. Be, yeah. Like, the maid has some kind of, like, key card or something, yeah. a key to get in. Right. But that wouldn't help Martin get in. Like, that, he should not be able to get in here, but no, he just I does. I have heard things about, like, don't keep valuables, like, in your cruise cabin and things like that. But I think that's true for hotel rooms as yeah. well. Yeah. But I, that's kind of creepy. It is. So Martin walks in, then they all have to, like, hide. Yeah. Which, I guess, like, at first I was also like, why hide? Like, just 
you know, you're trying you're to talk Because you're already in the room. I'm already yeah. in the bathroom. That's already weird enough. You've got three people walk out of the bathroom. That's going to be terrifying. Yeah. They really are in trouble now. Yeah. Yeah, because now we hear somebody else coming in. And they're playing the Barracudas song. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's Maris. It's definitely Maris. And so they all hide in the shower, which the shower curtain looks like it's too small for the shower. Yeah. And we hear her gargling, mm-hmm. which is really funny. Yeah. We also get that moment where Roz is looking through the keyhole to see if Maris is out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if she, and if she's alone. And she's like, oh, no, she seems, she's not even there. Like, because there's just that, like, like her coat on a hat rack. And it turns out, no, that's Maris. That's Maris. Which, are there any locks still in use anywhere with a hole big enough to actually look through? Like, you can't look through keyhole like, modern keyholes. It's such a thing that still appears on, like, TV shows and things. I mean, this isn't... I don't know if that's something that's, like, still happening now. Well, okay. No, I thought... No, she opened the door. No, she is looking through a keyhole. That door is closed. Oh, she was opening the door. I I looked for Mm. it. Because I thought... Because I thought... It, she, it has to be open. She definitely opened... I thought she... She opens it, but then she closes it again. I thought she opens the door, and that's when she's like, oh, someone's coming because she sees the other door open. Right. And that's and she, when Martin comes in the bathroom. Right. So I thought she had the door cracked, and she's no. looking through the crack in nope, the door. Nope, nope. I thought it too, but they cut to a different angle, and she's definitely looking through a keyhole in a closed door. Well, on this weird cruise ship, probably. Like, maybe, yeah. Anyway, so we find out... Martin does say... she'll hear us or something. Yeah. Because they are talking really loudly. They are. Like, when they first go to hide in the shower, because, like, before Martin comes in, Fraser starts yelling about how loud, how big the shower is, and it's like, someone's coming into that room right now. You're hiding because somebody's trying to enter that room. How can, okay, so they can see the shadow of Maris? How does Maris not see them? Well, if the light's coming from outside of the room... Like, then that would cause the shadow on the curtain. But the light is on in the bathroom. Yeah, but if it's outside of the shower, the shadow would be Mm. on to that side of the curtain, not from the other side. I guess, like, also if you're not paying attention to that, like, you wouldn't assume someone's hiding behind your shower, which is actually one of my greatest fears. (laughs) Yeah. I always get freaked out that someone's hiding behind the shower. It makes no sense. It's just totally a rational fear. But, like, sometimes I'll, I'll, like, just open the shower curtain. I do have that moment sometimes, too. I don't know why. Yeah, every once in a while, I'm just like, I'm gonna take a quick little uh, peeky-poo behind Whoa! How terrifying would it be if someone was hiding behind it? Right. Like, that's the thing. You do it knowing there's no one there, but, God, in that moment, if it happened, like, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably just faint. (laughs) And then, which case, you know, whatever, the murderer is gonna murder me on the ground. I just made it way easier for them. Uh, Sure did. Sure did. We also find because the thing is, Frazier's speech is about to start. Yes! He had 15 minutes when he came up here. Now he's got three or 200 people. Well, now we have somebody else! Well, but first, like, or he's got three minutes or 200 people are gonna be disappointed. And Ross is just like, uh, where'd you get that number? Yeah, it turns out Everything about this cruise is a lie. Um, they definitely lied to him. There are not, there aren't no two hundred people going to this thing. But meanwhile, Giggles had to add a show because so many people wanted to go see Giggles. Well, who wouldn't want to see Giggles? I know, but see that fits into my thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like who's gonna go to this? I don't know why you go to this. Like, unless no you're just desperate go. to do something. And that's also when we got that great back and forth where Roz thinks the Barracuda just showed up mm-hmm. and. Martin's like, who's the Barracuda? And she explains that, that like, 
it's you know oh, this whole thing and like mentions Mimi and he's like who's Mimi and Fraser's like she's the Mrs. O'Leary's cow of this situation. It's like who's Mrs. O'Leary and like like this like I really liked that like back and forth thing there. Yeah, I I, I really think it fits like Martin's character that he doesn't know what anything <laughs> right. is happening uh-huh. or who any of these people are. <laughs> right, right, because he hasn't been involved. So yeah, and then but yeah, and then they're 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 worried they're gonna walk in on on Maris and the Barracuda. But, uh, yeah, that's when we get another person. Like you said, another person comes in. It's not the Barracuda. It's not. It's, it's not. Niles. Niles. With a really good scream. Like, it's a good little mini scream. And, like, I like how he's just sort of like, you have such a lovely bathroom. Ah! <laughs> like, 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 that's how he's trying to cover it up. Like, he's shocked by the size of her bathroom. I like that they met on the, like, deck uh-huh. area or whatever. Yep. I mean, she's the only person on this crew who's probably wearing a veil. Yep. Yep. So yeah, she, she invited him back. They, they had a good talk. They decided to come back for some champagne. Oh, there's that line where Niles looks out and he's like, "Oh, she started without me," and everyone's <laughs> reaction is just like, "Ew!" Yeah, it's so good. And then he's and he, like drinking the champagne. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's already said like she clearly has plans because mm-hmm. she gargled that mouthwash. Like, right. That's a sign. Like. She's got plans for tonight, and it's not just champagne. So, yeah, that, like, she started without me is very much like, um, she started what exactly? (laughs) Yeah, but he's gonna, apparently, there is one way that, because I said there's no way hiding in a bathroom works in this tiny room. Apparently, there's one way it works, and that's if Niles can get her out onto the balcony while they escape. Mm -hmm. Which, again, that's what, you know, Frazier's just like, you have a balcony? (laughs) He doesn't even have a shower. They have a shower big enough for three people to fit into. Mm-hmm. But, like, Frazier has a nozzle with a with a drain. And they've also got a balcony. And then that brings us to the last scene. Last scene. Which is the Barracuda going right past Maris's room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't going there. It's going to cabin 712. Going to Mimi's room. Which we find out what cabin, like, Mimi's in earlier. Yeah. Because yeah. she tells Niles, like, hey, if that doesn't work out with you and Maris, uh-huh. you could uh, work it out with me. <laughs> yep. Yep, so I guess... I like that she, like, Mimi just, like, opens the door and, like, looks both ways, sort uh-huh, of, to make yeah. sure no one sees, almost. I guess, yeah. She, it doesn't... It's weird, because it doesn't seem like she normally is all that worried about who sees. She, you know, but, yeah. She Coast definitely doesn't... clear, uh-huh. but not really. <laughs> yep. Um, but at least, you know, the Barracuda found a lady. Found an especial lady. <laughs> Um, drinks. Uh, drinks. Okay. So many. So many drinks. They had a hot toddies at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Some sherry. Some champagne and various other thrown drinks. Um, How do we know it was various other thrown drinks? Well, Maybe I don't know. champagne every time. It might have been champagne at, uh, every time. I don't think it was Sprite. <laughs> I'm just saying it isn't entirely clear what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, partially because it's entirely clear. Literally. It's probably just seltzer water. <laughs> probably, yeah. And then it looks like Mimi at the end has a martini. Like, I think mm. she's drinking a martini. Yeah, so those are the various drinks. No callers this episode that we actually hear. So if you give our episode rating, how do we how do we rate this one? Oh. Like, who who's... Oh, so, I so, rate this so, five out of five barracudas. Oh, that's so many barracudas. That's so many barracudas. I, at least... But, okay, I want to say five barracudas mm-hmm. equals one giggles O'Shea. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you're... Okay, so last episode, if you if you didn't hear, we decided to rate these based on some secondary characters, right? So that's that's what's going I on. I think here. I'm just gonna rate it on the characters that we've heard in the episode. I think that's gonna be easiest for me. Well, uh, you know, maybe maybe you know, do it however you feel like doing it. I'm gonna give this one. So if you're giving it 
five out of five barracudas. I think I really like this episode too, so I'm going to give it five especial ladies. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, so nice. make sure those five barracudas have a good time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, all right. So with that, uh, this has been episode 506, Voyage of the Damned. This has been a fairly long episode. Woo! Yeah, and uh, this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night! We know that. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a heaven bus. <laughs> Alright. The heaven bus is coming. No! That's a Six Flags bus. Uh, they would use a different song, I'd imagine. No, it's just played on a harp. Oh! <laughs> that sounds like really slow down and it warbly. Is. It is. That's the point. That's how angels play it on a I harp. I thought that was like on like an old like record player that has like the like horn <laughs> cornucopia or whatever. That yeah, the long... cornucopia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, okay. That's what I... it's called. <laughs> So, Wish I had a wet dog to throw at you. I would never throw a dog. Yeah, I just don't throw a dog. Just place it gently on the ground. <laughs> so many, like a little puddle of dogs. Uh-huh.